Yeah, we have started. Light, come light, light. It's a lot of light. <sighs> For you? No, but it's okay. Okay. It's like okay, this is uh, this this is not it's not scary uh, as well. If there is a conversation I've always wanted to have with people, yeah, it's about uh, reinventing oneself. Let's start by you introducing yourself so that we understand the person you are. Then we pick the conversation from there. Okay. Ah, Victoria. Yeah, 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 yeah. Victoria. Victoria Nyanzi Ateni. It's it's funny, eh? Is it? <laughs> like my name is Victoria Nyanzi Ateni. Hi, ah, yeah, to Muganda, the Baganda name and the Ateni. Right? Toro. It's Batoro Banyoro. Tabantawa singer, they babbles are because mostly people know me, Victoria Nyanzi. Unless mm. we've gone to school together, unless we've worked together, or unless actually, say that we've gone to school or we've worked together, then you know that eh, actually, could passport here could call Victoria Tenye. But Dimchara Mganda, all right, Tatangi Mganda, Nyanzi. Uh, that's why people that know me know me and my kid sister because she's also called Fiona Nyanzi. So we carry on our father's name and We've really, really taken it up with pride. We've yeah. represented him so well, so that's good. But then I also picked up another... I picked up actually a 10 in P7. Hmm. I picked up that name by that Wailix number. So, of course, my mother has a Batoro and Banyoro lineage. So they have a Mpapo, a 10, a Woli, a Kiki. So when they were giving us index numbers, I felt I'm like, I want to be among people that come first. I know I have a Chiganda name, but... Let me bring up this other name so that my index number is from 01 to 010. So I carried it on and it brought me closer. But all the names, all of them, I'm representing all of them at once. So I'm carrying all of them right now. And yeah, uh, Victoria Nyanzi, Ateni. Ah, people love knowing people's age. I'm a born of 94. So that means I'm turning 29 this July. Yeah. Yeah. I love I love having conversations with people when we are drinking some good drinks like wine. <laughs> I love beautiful spaces. I love I love beautiful spaces. I love very nice restaurants. Mm-hmm. I don't love to travel actually for me. I don't love to travel. But oh because it's one of those things that you, you have to do to you know to fit in certain in a certain type of class of people. Yeah. So it's it's something I do. Because it has it has happened, the opportunity has come, so I end up sometimes traveling a lot. But I love my space. I actually love staying home a lot. And yet, people that know me think I'm an extrovert. Hmm. Like on a Wednesday, someone is sending you a message, Victoria. where is the party? I'm, like, I'm home. Maybe you come off with someone with party vibes. People yes, no, would I, love I give to off want. And, yeah. and actually, when we are out, I will not dance. I will not do words. But because that's I, boring then <laughs> i'll sit down and drink and drink my shots and drink my cocktails but just because uh uh most of these places that we hang in yeah most of these bars illusion cielo where i've worked with some of them i've had them as clients so like even even when a bar or a restaurant is a past client but i see they have a branch they have a ladies' night, mm. like Illusion always does it on Saturday. Ladies enter for free. So I'll post these banners on my Instagram. Someone will be like, so you're going to this bar? Then this one? I'm like, I'll, I'll also be like, yes, yes, guys, this is a program for today. At the end of the day, I'm home sleeping. <laughs> so you make fake programs with people you no, just no. on the podcast. <laughs> but uh, 
But then I hang out. Not yeah. a lot, but I would say... Massive. Do you like being around people? Do you uh, like people in general? Uh, yes, I do. But surprisingly, I don't have very many friends. Especially in real life. Do you think that's a good or bad thing? Um, I think some, some, I don't know why. Sometimes I meet people and then some of, you know, you know, I could take your number and I'll call you. Hello, Mark. Good morning. This is Victoria. And then Nathan will tell me, ah, now we're told to be a very formal. I, okay. I'm just fond of trying to be, there is that thing that all the time you want to, to carry or carry yourself in a certain kind of way. And then someone will be like, ah. I, I read those vibes Jagakaze. off your timeline. <laughs> like I you're very Jag- selective I on the pictures. Which is... And how you appear. But you're a branding person, right? Yes. So like, you... you And the funny thing is most of my friends in real life yeah. are not people. They've, they've got to understand me that she's, she's that kind of person. You take many pictures of her and then she'll delete them. She'll tell you, you know, first move away. I want to take a picture of my shoe and your, your legs are in it. So, <laughs> like, we're good to understand it. And then the funny thing is, the people, my, my friends in real life, mm. I would say, one is called Tina, Shafiq, and uh, currently I'm cultivating a very beautiful relationship with a lady, she's called Calvin. And all of those three people, you look for them on Twitter, zero Twitter presence. Mm. You look for them on Instagram, they're like in the back door, private accounts, zero posts, stalking people. Like, they are not loud people on social. They reserve to themselves. Yes. But we... I don't know, though. <laughs> I still don't know how I feel about that. I feel like we should be able to... Like, these platforms are still here for us to express ourselves. Yeah. But no, it's... it's, it's a, I, oh, how do you differentiate between your real friends? Mm. When you say my friends in real life, mm. are you supposed to have friends online? And I, friends I have in real many life? friends online. You know, like... You but when you meet them in, in life, then they become friends in real life. Some we've not met. But okay. in real life is what I say. Uh, we'll give you an example. Most of my friends that I'm saying friends in real life, mm-hmm. we speak every day. You Just out of the out of the blue, you end up having, you know, you, you saw a beautiful dress or you went to a shop. Like recently, I went to a shop in Tinder. I see this beautiful dress. I asked the lady, oh, how much is it? She told me, it's 480000 I had to call my friend Tina. I'm like... Tina, this boutique is in Tina. I directed how it is. I'm like, okay, the dress was 480k. Why was it like out there? My my head tells me dresses of 480,000 yeah. don't just be displayed out there like that. Why is a dress 480,000? It's beautiful. It was beautiful. I even told her if it was 150,000 or 180,000, so I would have bought it. Yeah. So, like, you, your friend in real life is, you know, you end up speaking on a daily you randomly call them to ask them have they worked out sometimes you live in call and you guys work out as you're speaking you're in the gym she's in the gym so like but then there are those friends you post each other on birthdays you comment on each other's posts you've known someone for like seven years mm. you know what they do you probably know where they stay you know who their sisters are you know you like you know a lot about them through social yeah and you know you guys keep interacting when you're sick they tell you oh sorry get well soon they send you flowers but you've never met in real life so i have many of those but like in real life someone that i speak to every day someone that knows you know they could at least know 60 percent about you mm-hmm. 
if you try to call them today and ask them, you know, Victoria is lost. Did you speak? She'll be like, I spoke to her yesterday at 6 p.m. But Which if fine. they yeah. call somebody else, ah, uh, no, she last posted uh, two days back. You see the difference? Mm. Yeah. How much of your life have you shared with the internet? How much do you share with the internet? Um, I used to share uh, not a lot, but a little bit a lot. I used to share. No, I, I think I used to share like 60%. Where for me, I would say people that were following me from maybe like 2013, mm-hmm. they used to know the people I'm dating. <laughs> and at some point, I used to say, if I'm not posting him, I'm not dating him. I used to share a lot. I used to share... Um, I love my father a lot, so I used to post him. Yeah. Uh, I used to post him on my... So you post so, the things that you love. Yeah. I, I used to... And, like, I used to share a lot. Yeah. These days, I'm just uh, just growing... Not not actually growing up. I think when, when you don't... When you don't... Uh, when you actually don't have a lot to share in a specific niche then you could end up sharing a lot about your personal life. Okay. You know, if, cause right now I've come to a point where there are other things I want to speak about. I want to speak. I'm try, these days I'm doing a lot. I do resume writing for people. I help them with LinkedIn optimization. I give, I do career advice. I do interview preps. So there is a lot that I can share there that sometimes I even forget taking a picture of wine I'm drinking. I'll even forget to post my boyfriend as whatever man crash Monday on Monday because then I want to share a link to my blog. Yeah. So I've read your blog. When you get a, a niche of things that you want to speak about, then your personal life starts to you know it's you reduce how much you share about it. Though people will actually think you're still sharing it. You know you wake up and you post on your Snapchat every day, yeah. but when do you start posting? When you're walking to the car, when you're driving to your meeting, while at the meeting, when you're driving back home. Someone has not seen actually your home. What time did you reach? Like, so, I mean, but you, you post a lot. But what have you seen? You give us like sneak peeks into yes. how your day is. So we we are then inclined to want more of that. We can keep the cycle. We can keep the cycle. Because I, I saw, I, I follow very like, many. See, when, when you post, mm-hmm. someone gets involved yes. in your life. Mm-hmm. Like They feel like they're part of it. Uh, like what is she about and uh, she's not going to wine testing or whatnot she's uh blogging and helping people on on this like every day you are then going to make sure you have like a well-produced script but, for what i feed into but it can be consistent it i've also realized you now brand yourself so much as someone as a marketing person like this is what i knew mm. on, from your online presence of course i went to your instagram and they still found the dope rich auntie vibes on there <laughs> who is a rich auntie rich aunties are after 35 <laughs> I, in my head i think a rich auntie is someone after 35 i think it's the cool vibes people give the reservations around themselves mm-hmm. the elegancy like you rub that off mm-hmm. yeah and um, that's what i pick i'm flattered Ah, when you say um, uh, ra- I running myself so much as a marketing person, yeah, I would say ah, uh, 
years back, maybe like from uh, we are in 2023. Yeah. So before 2022, of course we've all been working, we do jobs and ABCD. Mm. But I was using my socials a little bit for work and much more for, you know, for leisure, for showcasing what I've eaten, where I've traveled, what I've bought. You know, we love to show off those things. If you buy an original Chanel perfume, you want to post it. If you buy an original bag, you want to post it. Well, it's, it's, you know, it's original, so you want to post it. But Do you then, know, though? Huh? Do you get to know that it's original? Unless it, you're buying it from Chanel itself. If I have bought it yeah. from a Chanel shopping fans, okay. I have bought it $800. This perfume is original. Yeah. <laughs> this perfume is original. <laughs> so like but then after i think it's it's after it's last year yeah so i i took some time actually off social media and i tried to study my life i'm like um i'm going to turn 30 soon for me soon last like, year i was turning 28 yeah when i'm like i have two years to turn 30 and i can't be feeding i would say i can't be i can't be feeding people this all the time yes there are others that can do it, but I felt it can't be me. Mm. I'm like, well, what else? What is there else to show? You've seen me taking bikini pictures. You've seen you have a great body. You, you know, you've gone around the world. So they've seen, at least they know, hmm, she can travel. She can travel. She can travel. You, you've eaten the good food. So that one, they know you. You, you can eat the good food. So and I'm like, there's something missing. And it took me some time to get back to the draft board and reflect. I was like, what What should I do? I I love this. I love that. But then, so I, I have a friend. I think you know Faisal. Yeah. yeah. So I, I used to follow Faisal a lot. And I've learned a lot from him. I used to follow him on Snapchat, on, his, on our LinkedIn, Twitter. And he's, especially his LinkedIn and his Snapchat. He posts a lot about marketing and all that. Mm. So I saw how he's using his socials. I'm like... Actually, he, it's a mix of leisure, work, and that. And then he's pushing out a lot of educative content on his LinkedIn. And then my sister keeps on telling me, you're smart. You do things I cannot do. You, today you're doing this, tomorrow you're doing that. You write things I cannot write, but you're not putting this out there for people to, you know, to get to embrace it, to enjoy it. So that's when I took a small twist. And then still, last, sometime last year, I was speaking with a friend of mine. He's called Katende. So I told Katende, Katende, I want to change my Instagram. I want to start just preaching a lot about clarity, connection. And then he's like, what do you mean by clarity and connection? Actually, there are three C's. Clarity, connection, and communication. And he's like, what do you mean by clarity, connection, and communication? I told him, you know that many people there, there could be brands and personalities. Every individual is a personality. Yeah. And... On, in your life or even in what you do you don't have those three C's whatever you're, you're in a mix of you're not clear you don't have clarity when someone looks you up as uh, John mm. John is A John is B John is C so there is no clarity there is no connection to what you're doing and even if you have clarity and connection you can't communicate that well yeah so uh, he's like but you know what uh, people have known you as someone who is into lifestyle 
you're always at hotels you 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 at you you at these different places how are you always at these places first first give me some insight and how are you always at these how places? are you always at these places uh some of had as clients yeah. i'll give you an example there is a hotel in entebbe hotel number five mm. it came to a point where everyone was telling me do you own that hotel and i'm like no i had them as clients so if you're working for a place you have to be there Mm. Most of the time you go, you know, to get content, photos, videos, and as that is happening, I also take photos of myself. Mm. Yeah. So, and then after that, if they're my clients, of course, my friends... Do you monetize that as well? Well, the hotel was my client, okay. so they were paying me for paying the content for creation. But then also my, my friends and family can enjoy a little bit of that, you know, at least they, they would get discounts, mm. or you know, you can get a discount because of Victoria, so that kind of thing. Mm. So that's the way I, I would say I'm, I would be in able to be hanging in those places a lot. Mm. Uh, hotel number five, Protea Skies, and uh, and others. Mm. So back to the discussion. Kati, mm. <laughs> then you told me, it's like, you know, people will shift. If you make that sudden s- switch and you start designing all of these things in Canva, speaking about personal branding, Simania Chi, and you're posting them on your Instagram, people are going to want to follow you. They will shift. I asked him why. He's like, because they did follow you for that. Yeah, we're used to the bikini pictures. <laughs> Not the bikini <laughs> pictures, but the soft life. Yeah. <laughs> so he told me, he's like, unless you make a shift slowly, and I would not advise you to make a, a shift fully and like, even if you say, okay, I'm going to transition slowly, slowly, he's told me, you can still do this, but with your daily life. You can post about whatever you want to post about. Because when we had that conversation, so he was a, he, he asked me, so how are you going to work around uh, clarity, connection, and communication for a personality like me? I told him, okay, uh, first things first right now. I'm going, I've had people tell me my LinkedIn profile is really, really good. Yeah. So I'll start with that for you. Send me a link to your LinkedIn. Let me review and see if, if, if I'm looking to hire a content creator or a photographer and I go through your LinkedIn, would I hire you? So I told him I'll start with that. I'll start with a LinkedIn optimization for people. I'll help them uh, work on their resumes and know that you know this is, How this is you what help an employer... My LinkedIn? First, first pause there. <laughs> How would you help my LinkedIn as a photographer? Ah, it's... For LinkedIn. Like, I, I feel like isn't photography best sold from Instagram? Is there value? For me having a LinkedIn as a photographer? Yes, because you can attach links to your work. Okay. Uh, you know, optimizing your LinkedIn profile is uh, like having everything filled out in your LinkedIn profile mm-hmm. uh, from your names, your photos, part of your work, uh, looking out for, we call them uh, keywords. On LinkedIn, they are called headlines, but yeah. they're keywords. Keywords that you feel uh, could be job titles that you can want to do or things that you're doing at the moment and uh, getting onto the creator mode like all of those help you rank like up in search engines of linkedin Mm. i would say i have had last year you know the biggest problem i have with linkedin Mm -hmm. is i just get indian guys and who guys inboxing me about some seminars like i've 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 gotten jobs of linkedin that's that's a fact uh-huh. because of how it is but still mm-hmm. <laughs> i don't know i think because you've set yourself i've probably not looked at the data to see if people really really believe 
mm. profiles on there. I I I really I'm uh, I'm not. I'm not How many gigs do you get off LinkedIn? Not gigs, but mm. uh, from I was going to tell you from from October last year to I think December. Yeah. I had a couple of job offers that were coming in from LinkedIn, and I had to weigh which one but all of them were coming in from my linkedin i, I had many of them mm. and i had to weigh which which one to take so and i've, I've also from uh, from january up to march yeah. the people i've been i've worked with i've had those that have successfully now gotten like recruiters dming them or oh, hi at least or oh, in other scenarios there's there's a scenario that happened to me i so i was uh, I saw this company, I think so someone posted that they were hiring on uh, Twitter. Mm. So I saw the company, I go check it out on LinkedIn. I see the employers. Then I saw the CEO. I viewed his profile, viewed Red, oh, he has worked with PR, different uh, PR agencies in Uganda and South Africa. Then I kept quiet, but of course, he received a notification that I had uh, viewed his profile. Next thing, he comes to my DM. Oh, hi, Victoria. How are you? This is ABCD. I've seen your profile. I see you've been doing account management here and there, and we are looking to hire someone of that caliber. Can I send you the JD you go through? Hmm. And I was like, interesting. So that's, for me, that was like, I, I, at, when I was reviewing his profile, I was not like presenting myself that, oh, I just wanted to see you know when you see a company and you want to probably see how authentic they are because there are many PR agencies in Uganda, there are mm. many marketing agencies, and these are not like we know the way we know telecommunications, MTN and Airtel, the way we know banks. So you know you, you see another and you want to be sure who are yeah. they behind this company, what do they do, where have they worked before. So for me that was what I was doing. But then when he came and viewed my profile, he was like, Actually, we are hiring, and if you would want the job, let me send you the journey. Mm. So, I would have taken up the offer, but I didn't because I had received another offer. But I went to the JD, we had two interviews, and he was like, yes, I would really, really want to take you on. Do you believe in, uh, you know, LinkedIn asks you to put your skills, right? Mm -hmm. So, which is a good thing. Yes. Like you put... The things you can do as compared to the things you're qualified to do okay when they ask you what can you do and what are you qualified, qualified to do, to do. Uh, I, I do so many things mm -hmm. but I'm not qualified to do some of those things mm -hmm. but then I can do them because I have taken uh, I don't want to be treated on some sort of white man standard that i need credentials to get through stuff but however i know that people need to get married and they go through stuff but for where the skills yeah mm -hmm. where i can actually really really develop the skills on my own and i can prove that i can actually bring in results i can report that i would like that but yeah but there's that gap between skills and qualifications what do you think about it well you've used two two titles that are actually there in the LinkedIn profile. Because, mm. you know, yeah. They, yeah, they tell you of licenses and certificates. So that is why you you say you're like, you are a licensed uh, program manager with, uh, I think it's a project manager with PMP. Mm. But then the skill is different. Whichever skill you might have there is different. 
I don't think you'll be, you'll have a, a license in report writing. Hmm. But then report writing is a skill for a project manager. So it has those two options. But uh, for the time of, you know, if, if you're going through, for me, because I'm, I'm really, really keen and I'm always open to learning and I want to see how is this person doing it, what are they good at, I follow very many Nigerian creators on LinkedIn. <clears throat> so I go through up to their skills and see, you know, I feel so good when I go down there and I'm seeing there are people giving them endorsements or oh, this person had did ABCD for me. So, but I know very many people once they go to a LinkedIn profile, all they want to see is a picture, your job, and um, a small bit about who is Mark. Yeah. And then some, some, sometimes someone scroll down to your previous experience and then what you studied, but few will actually scroll down to your skills. But for me, I do all that. And uh, I don't want to think it's only me alone. I think people, especially if someone is looking to hire talent, I know recruiters do that. Mm. You want to see what has this person done and is there anyone that's actually rooting for them? Cause unless even your sister, but you know, you go through someone's profile and you're seeing uh, the head of content at multi-choice uh, uh, in uh, South Africa rooting for them and you're like this is some dope stuff well they could just be my friend well how many heads of content are going to be your friends i could be there with plug <laughs> <laughs> but how many people are going to yeah. have like you know not everyone is going to have friends in that in that, agree, or in that manner yeah so do you i think though that we're in a world where you have to well it goes both ways right mm -hmm. you develop a very big social capital then add value to that capital mm -hmm. so you monetize that mm -hmm. and make money so in that world to add value means you are good at something yes yeah. um yeah whatever it is you're good at that in the other world though people have to go through school then get qualifications then keep adding on to qualifications too which still goes their social capital as well and gets them somewhere but it looks like it's a stunted world because now we have all this new technology that simplifies work when you look at there's there's now gpt mm -hmm. really makes things easier mm -hmm. so i can lie on my linkedin profile about i can just go and ask a machine and gives me some sense of what you want from me what i want to see yeah, mm -hmm. and i'll do that mm -hmm. but then at the end of the day it will go back to yourself to to you yourself you know you will have and this i i, I have i have it with people that i probably give interview preps or career advice uh yes your linkedin will be top notch really really good but are you that good are you the linkedin as well People are like, you know, you will write all those very nice words from chat GPT and then walk into a room. Someone is expecting you to speak like your LinkedIn is speaking. Because for me, when I'm, uh, when I'm um, even doing CVs for guys, I don't yeah. tell them when you're writing, you know, when you're speaking on your resume, speak like that. So, but you have all this, hey, I did ABCD, I moved, da, 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 
employee retention rate and all this. But then you're in there and you can't speak like that person. And so it goes back to us as personalities. And then you say that chat, um, there is AI that is going to make work, you know, simpler. Yeah, like it takes away your job, really. You mm. as the person who would guide me through optimizing my... Or on a very low scale. You know, there is one <laughs> thing that uh, AI will not have. It's yeah. that aspect of storytelling and personalization. I agree. I have used uh, chat GPT because mm. I do... I do uh, These days, I do a lot of PR of... Uh, I after I started doing uh, the courses last year when mm. I was I wanted to have a major. I'm like I'm not going to be all around marketing, what 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 what. So I, I had I had to wait between doing sim or doing uh, the PR course. Mm. And then luckily the job I signed on now is into PR. So I no not to lie I use ChatGPT a lot, but it doesn't have the aspect of storytelling and the aspect of personalization. So it when you prompt it very well though, it's perfect. See, go, you go to GPT now and tell it to, you know, uh, write for me a sample newsletter on um, uh, how to manage stakeholders. Yeah. And it will give you all that. Let me, let me show you something. Mm-hmm. When you're coming, mm-hmm. I looked through your whole life, your Instagram. Mm-hmm. I described you like I have you in my mind. Describe me. <laughs> so, but I described to the AI, mm-hmm. and then it came up with um, so many questions. Mm-hmm. Of course, of course, I put it so much around marketing and, and brand person. Then others about your lifestyle. As I'd just seen your pictures at Governor, mm-hmm. and you looked like oh, this is chick Gabriel Union. It's a shoot she has had. So that type of being needs that this is what you give off. So I described it. I, of course, I thought through that, okay, now I want to talk about with Victoria before, like, because this is the first time we're interacting. I hoped we had, would meet at the patio, mm. but we didn't. So, yeah, it came up with things, mm-hmm. and they're dope things. Uh-huh. Yeah, they're, they're quite many, but most of it is, is around the marketing. But I'm trying to show you that Right now, if I have an idea about something, the AI can actually recreate it for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there would be no significant value as to why I would go to. If I know, like I, I feel like now the value of someone who's going to optimize my LinkedIn will be if I do not know how to prompt. I I, I love the other aspect that you said. If I know. Because I was going to tell you that, you know, there is, yeah, there is plenty of AI yeah. for video editing, for voiceovers. Okay. These are things, you know, there are those clients that don't need to know these things. Mm. But like the, there is AI for everything, for videos, for voiceovers, for writing, for copy, for all that. But there's someone who doesn't know. And there's another person who doesn't know how to use that AI. Yeah. And there is even another person who doesn't know what is the right thing for them to use the AI for. Or even what is, you know, there is an individual who even, uh, if you, I, let me, let me, let me try to rephrase it in a way that I don't want to say, uh, but there, there could be an individual who, uh, even when you give them a chat GPT mm. or whichever copy AI and you tell them, you know, I'm Mark, 
GPT will help Someone you. Someone has knocked you. No. Okay. No, they were coming in. That thing. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. If you, if you tell them, you know, Mark, this is GPT. Yeah. And just put in a, something small about you and it's going to write the entire story. Or, you know, just write for you a brief. Yeah. And uh, that person was okay. So what is it about me? I am hardworking. I am genuine. And so that is what they'll, they'll, they'll think. What is it about me? And I am doing customer service. Now, when I speak about the aspect of personalization, mm. is there's an, another individual who will come and tell the GPT, uh, write for me a brief intro about Victoria. Uh, write for me a brief intro about Victoria Nyanzi. She's a 29-year-old. Do you think virtual reality and AI, like, can you, like, try and explain the impact? Do you feel the impact of it to, like, your job? Yes. Mm. Uh, well, you said it's, it's making the job a little bit easier. It's making the job a little bit easier. And uh, for me, I don't want to say that people... But it will... also gives you an advantage, you as someone who already knows this. Yes. Yeah. I don't want to say that people will lose the creative bit about them. No. Because I have had scenarios where you, know, you can go to, to those apps and just put something. Uh, give me a sample script of... Uh, uh, a bank TVC, and then it will give you a script, and like, mm -mm. Uh, and you feel, no, 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 no. Someone, someone else can write something better. So I don't think that people lose their aspect of creativity, but it will help them. Uh, it's it's going to help us with uh, picking out or maybe like picking out those few aspects or those few items that we. And also, it's going to help us save time. The amount of time you would have saved uh, on what? Because personally, I I tap into there for small, small things. And then, because I love, if especially if I'm writing, I really, really love to have something to sound like I wrote it. I love to tell a story, like let it start from a story, then continue otherwise. And then I love referencing. Or especially, and it has helped me so much now with this, uh, this whole conversation about uh, resumes and LinkedIn's and everything because when someone sends me and I pick I pick inspiration from someone's resume you will send me a resume and the font is really not it and I'm like yes now people don't know about the font that's a blog and I'll, I'll if I post on my LinkedIn I'll, I'll, probably, I'll ask you Mark are you comfortable with me mentioning you yeah. or you're not and then another person will send you their resume because uh, now I've picked uh, I've picked interesting now uh, in a topic, Ref, uh, is it referees available on request? So I want to do some research and find out who has the authority to put that on their resume. Because even uh, even a fresh level, whatever, uh, someone fresh out of uni yeah. is putting references available upon request. So I, if I'm a recruiter, I would feel like, sis, you are just 22. Put those people there. <laughs> so, but I, I'm going to do some research and find out who has the authority to say that on their resume and who should not say it. Because I kind of feel, personally right now, I feel it should be done by people with uh, 
not even on a, people who are not not submitting a resume but a CV. You've been into research, you've written books, you have publications. So you can tell me that if I'm a recruiter. So I pick reference from interactions from people and then so now that kind of thing you can go to gpt yeah. and ask you know you can ask it and it will give you a, a sample but trust me you need to make it will not give you the accurate thing you need to make research and actually find out who should do this and who should not do it and then for you to give you the aspect of personalization of you know when i spoke to abcd and all that gpt will not give you that so i feel we shall not do the creativity Especially if your brain is wide and open, thinking all the time. If you give GPT three blogs of yours, yeah, um, and tell it to write a fourth blog, basing on something, on the, it will give you what you'd probably have written, or even better. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, I feel like it's a threat, though. Um, I thought also it makes us lazy makes us not want to think <laughs> you feel like if the ai can do everything then but you can just relax Mark, like i said that thing will not it will not think it will not it it, it will do a, it will write for you the script and you know if you give it a topic and say you know just write for me something about um customer engagement uh it will pick for you all of those things or you know to improve customer engagement blah 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 customer services this you need to do this it will write all those for you mm. but at some point how are you going to you know and what it's writing for you has actually been written everywhere not so like once you go into the search engine you'll find answers about how to improve customer customer engagement but how are you going to keep a reader reading what you've written is that small bit that little story that you'll have to tell how do you personalize your writing do you like give us relatable stories with your own personal life so we feel attached to that do you feel about do you personalize them to like your own personal life do you share with that as for us to like then be relatable i i try i try because i would want someone to at least relate i try that's why actually for me anything that i'm going to probably write about at least i have a picture friends from somewhere like mm. like I, I gave you an example before like at least a picture friends from somewhere uh, i would say if it's about those whatever resumes and um and uh, it's now if it's probably about those this this, this story that i'm telling these days of resumes and series or just like recently i also have now something i want to research and write about you know there is a difference between a cv and a resume but many people don't know what's the difference a resume is brief that's why uh the ideal standard is two pages a cv can be as long as it can be 16 pages CV your, has everything I have. Your personal details, your, your education, your work experience, your publications, uh, grants you have won. So uh, CVs are people that are, are so much into academics and research and resumes for us all. Two pages. So I, because I recently there is a lady who sent me her resume. Mm-hmm. She does sales. 
she's uh, she has she has she has like four years of work experience, uh, one degree, and she had uh, eight pages of a resume. So eight what pages. do they what do the employers want? Do they want a resume or a CV? A resume. And when, where do people give their CVs? At? Uh, when you are right now, I would say my I'll give you an that's that's why I have to, for me I use like everything is reference and personal. Yeah. Give an example, my 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 kid sister, uh, right now for she's submitting for a job, she she sends in her CV, cause she has been on publications, she has written books, she has won grants, she's uh, currently pursuing her MBA, so like it's a CV, it's heavy. You have on there books you've written for people publications you've won, projects you've been part of, some, like, it's it's heavy. But it could be, I think right now her CV could be like eight pages. Mm. But if, 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 if you've not been part in that, in that kind of world, and for now she's into research. So people that are into research, um, people that are into academics, those PhD people and all that, those people will have CVs. But us, when I itches, you have a resume. And trust me, no recruiter has time to read something that is larger than two pages. Yeah, I wouldn't read that too. And you, and I keep telling people, you can fit all your details and work experience onto two pages. I feel like two pages are still too many for me. I want to just be hired for my skill. And if I feel like fail at it, I have met people like you. I've met people like you at uh, my 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 uh, my current person, <laughs> my current my my boyfriend, is uh, <laughs> also one of those people like you. He feels he's like. Does the world know that you have a boyfriend? Because yes, people that know me know. People that have interacted with me. Also, when you say my current, it means you're very I, surely living. You know things end. I don't want to. Oh my god! I I actually don't want it to seem like that, and I, I, he will he will feel so bad when he hears me say my current. Yeah. But, cause he even calls me his fiance, but I have no ring. You need a ring. And. Can this podcast speed that up when he listens <laughs> to? No, I, and I also don't want to sound like people that are oh so desperate. Yeah, oh, yeah. I need a ring. No, 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 no. And I still don't want to sound like people who who say who assume that when you have a ring, then it's done. It's it can't end or it can't break up. So, but do you think you cheat on your boyfriend when you get a ring? Even without a ring, I wouldn't. Oh, you just saying that because of the camera? No. I grew at first. I thought there were people like me. Mm-hmm. People like you that do it. Do not cheat, but there are people that it's, it's hard. I've gone to grow to see it as our society normalizes it a lot. Yeah. And you listen to rap music. I usually sometimes judge people by the music they they listen to. Well, <laughs> society has normalized cheating because should i say you know our parents most of us our parents have we have other siblings we have other siblings and our mothers bafumbi 16 years in marriage so in your head you know you kind of i think even you men now you men feel like we it's it's normal she will get used to it would you get used to it what's what's your biggest deal breaker 
in a relationship? Yeah, with relationships in general, it doesn't have to be the sexual ones. Mm-hmm. It has to be your friends. Like, is it... Okay, friends can cheat on you, can they? They can, though. They can. Yeah. They can go out without you in plans. Yeah, that, that happens a lot. My, my biggest deal breaker in relationships would be... I've actually fallen out with friends, but not not so much. Mm. But there is one friend that really, really fell out with me. Because I didn't have... I think I was not giving her the attention and time she needed. Mm. But other than that, what could be my deal breaker? I don't know. I, I don't think... Have you been broken before? Heartbroken? Yeah. Yeah, but that was drama. I was really stupid. What happened? Relationship ended. So bad. <laughs> what is so bad? You know, <laughs> you know those relationships where you <laughs> you start camping at this person's house. Uh, you're there. You just want to see them enter. You're like, I feel better. I was just stupid. There's some things you look back and you're like, was wrong with me did you reinvent yourself do you believe in people reinventing themselves out of their old experiences yes so not only relationships but yeah. like in general okay life in general i for like life in general you know you can also look with you you're doing things eh? mm. you do a you do b you do c but you feel you're stuck you're just stuck you're doing something because maybe because other people are doing it. Yeah. I want to believe there are people or there are girls on uh, on social or on, on platform social media that post some things because other people are posting them. And then you, you do it for some time. You're like, uh uh-uh, uh, this is not me. And for me, re- re- but reinventing yourself is is a, it's 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 like a 360 package. You can start. You can. You have to reinvent yourself from even now. Uh, what you do, how you speak, how you dress, where you hang. Does that matter how I dress? If you've decided to reinvent yourself. Into that type of personality. Yes. I would I would wake up and say, uh, I want to I want to be the next baddest female DJ in Kampala. Mm. And everything has to change. My looks have to change, my personality has to change. What I speak about has to change. Uh, where I hang, if I have to be the, I want to be the baddest female DJ, then a lot has to change. But now that is me trying to reinvent from Victoria, a communications person, mm. to Victoria, the next female DJ. And you can want to reinvent from, uh, and someone else will want to reinvent from, you know, a Carol, the the the, the bar host. You're hosting nights, and you're like, no. I'm re-. But I've seen, I've actually seen some friends do it. Mm. I have a friend uh, back in the day. She used to host a night at Wink, and now she's uh she she transitioned. She grew into the bar hosting. She moved. She then said she then did a uh, marketing for still some of the bars in Kampala, and uh, she has really really then she trans like you know she was, she's this girl used to find, uh, on top of the Wink uh bar, dancing. And right now you find her in a boardroom and she's handing trainings. 
she's cause she she went she later on did some marketing for bars and she was like you know what i i've after interacting with people and after what i've done because you know overall call our marketing for a bar but you meet people that want to do kasiki in your bar they are ceos of banks they work mm. in banks and abcd then she later on went and did sim from sim i don't want to give a lot of reference about her but yeah. she's now a digital executive in one of the banks like she handles that digital and whatnot so i i keep telling him like i'm proud of yourself like i'm proud of you how you did this and know. if someone remembers you back in the days of wink and now you are here rubbing shoulders with these ceos of this bank yeah so what's really important with life according to your perspective is it rubbing shoulders CEOs, or making a lot of money because you see the bank doesn't guarantee that you make a lot of money mm, can i tell you what's important for me mm. being happy how do you describe being happy doesn't matter the money you're making yeah doesn't matter what you're doing it's being happy what is your definition of happiness let me give you a personal a small personal story yeah uh past two years i was in a relationship it's not even a relationship for me but there is this person that wanted me and was willing to do anything he thought he was willing to do anything that i want what do you want to do victoria where do you want to go do you uh then at some point i'm like he's like you know what you should stop working and i uh, i think you should start your own marketing agency let's register your marketing agency let's do abcd for you and i tell him okay i've not really felt entrepreneurship for me but i'm giving you an example of like he he was willing or he thought he was he can do everything for me like what in, in scenario of this this kampala if uh <clears throat> Leave alone the recent snake story. Snakes, because I was going to take you there. Uh, uh, but leave, in this company, if a man is actually willing to give you more than a thousand USD as girlfriend allowance monthly, more than a thousand. Girlfriend allowance is yes. a real thing. More than a thousand. Wait, it's not just guys who are high and tweeting about this stuff. Uh, uh, you people get girlfriend allowance. Yes, even now I get girlfriend allowance. <laughs> One thousand dollars. No, but I'm saying in this company. Yeah. If there is a man that is willing to give you more than a thousand dollars as girlfriend allowance, then I think I've seen why I'm single, but yeah, possible. yeah, then you know. So, if to, to some other girl, even if she was not happy in that in that situation or relationship, mm. she would be like one of Sivao. But for me, I, I I kept him around without the girlfriend allowance. No, I kept him around with the girlfriend allowance coming. I kept him around for some time, but uh, then later on, I met someone. And this person, my current boy, my, my boyfriend right now, I don't yes, want to even yes. say my current, my boyfriend right now. So, and then, <laughs> like, it, as I was keeping him around, I met Solomon. Who my is boyfriend, boyfriend is called Solomon, yes. And, like, everything just took a different twist of, of turns. Eh? Like, you know, you, you could have, this person has their... I don't want even to make a comparison that comparison comparing the two yeah. but like this person has a lot that comes with them or everything they think they want to do for you or they want to take you everywhere around the world where do you want to go you know you could just take the whole year on vacation victoria map around map around europe where do you want to go go there this summer yeah. then tell me where do you want to go next go there this summer but then there is no conversation there is no vibe 
you are not happy you don't have companionship with this person right? yes even when you are with them you just don't want them you even a cup they've drunk from you can't drink from it and then you meet somebody else and everything is different so i didn't even have to weigh options or anything i was just like you know i i don't want this whatever situation or what it is i am after my happiness it's it's after me being happy and with and i was sad but no one knew that i was sad people just used to see me oh she's in paris oh victoria is in capri oh she's in whatever tuscany oh my god victoria you're everywhere so being on the yacht in a song but i was sad <laughs> For me, no let me tell you this <laughs> I, i i was not happy why were you sad the person i was with i was not happy with them I was not happy with that. What makes you happy? I, can you describe happiness? Exactly. You said that was my question by the way. Yeah, but you like, can't dis- it's, it's it's a feeling. You can't really put you even can't put action verbs to it. It's a feeling. You know you're at peace, you are relaxed. You I don't know how to describe it, but it, you can't describe happiness. If I was given if you were taken on a yacht no <laughs> if i was put in a room with you for 40 minutes mm. to make you happy mm-hmm. do you think i'd fail ah 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 to just give you the feeling of happiness for 40 minutes for 40 minutes ah I don't know. What would you do? I don't know what I'll do. Ah. I could crack jokes. Then you would make me laugh. Not happy. You would make me laugh. What makes you happy? <laughs> I've told you. It's 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 a it's a new kind of feeling. You see, have you never met people and you like them? They they bring out the vibe in you. they bring out your best self it's like uh let me tell you another personal story mm. <laughs> what well, for me like i i can't describe happiness but i feel and i know that i am happy and i'm walking into something i love i met my boyfriend last year in january your current boyfriend yes <laughs> And since last year and since February I think I met him last you year. You met him last year in January. No, I We in which year? We in 2023. 2023. Yeah. No, It's I Three months into 2023. Yes, no, I met him 20 I first met him in 2021 December. Hi hi at a party. Mm. Then I met him again in 2022 January after one year. Mm-mm. December 2021. Ah, okay. Then in January. next month in January 2022 I met him again. Then we went out on our first date on 14th of February mm. last year. And since 14th of February last year on Valentine's. Yes. And since and the sex was good. No, so no, we were blinded. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> But the sex was good. No, 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 no that. But since 14th of February last year up to date we are still we are staying together. Cohabiting. Yes. Do your parents know that someone is 
enjoying their daughters. My, I, I know my father knows ish ish. But like I was getting back to the happiness bit. Eh? Mm. So do you, like you know you can be there and you you just you have you're working you're doing A B C D, but when something happens, maybe you do so well and your boss tells you, I like this. You want to call that person and tell them, do not have done this. That my boss has said this. This person will come back home, and you have like ten stories. Like every day he comes back and I'm like, Ninembos, Tula. A, B, C, and that had never happened to me before. So, I can't put an action verb, an action verb to what is happiness, but like things happen it. and you feel you're like, I am happy. Doesn't matter what, but you feel you are happy. So, the travels, the planes, the cities, all that doesn't explain happiness. No, just I don't know. It How are you feeling though? It depends. When you are in these cities with this person, like, what was that feeling you're experiencing? Since you are sad, you said you are sad. Yeah. But sad seems to be. How do you handle them to take pictures? I was going to tell you the only thing that will give you, uh, the only thing that used to give me probably, I would say, that used to make me happy was <laughs> the pressure. <laughs> the pressure you're applying on social media. And I'm like, look at these people. <laughs> they don't know what's up. They're there, oh my God, you're enjoying. And I'm like, mm, mm, yeah, I'm having fun. Wow. <laughs> so, like, but... Uh, mm. Women. Life happens. What, what are you saying, women? Like, why were you sad? Like, you could just enjoy the moment. And I was, I was enjoying the moment, but at the end of the day, I can only imagine how moody you are with this person. Yeah, I was enjoying the moment, like you know, enjoying the pictures, and I made sure I used to take very many pictures at least or record videos because I, I, I love keeping memories, so I used to make sure I do that a lot, and uh, and the memories are there to stay. And then the funny thing is, so social media is funny. So I had people that used to know me, and you know, you, sometimes you, you know, the things we, we can't lie, especially mm. if, if you know someone, you can tell that, okay, she's roaming around Europe because she must be dating, you know, ABCD. Or at least people can know you that we know Mark. Mm. Mark is maybe, I would say, Mark is working with Airtel. Mm. We know Mark must be earning like 2 million shillings a month. So Mark can't be able to just move from Germany to France to ABCD. So people will, in their heads, they'll be like, mm, Mark must have a rich girlfriend. So then when they start saying, eh, okay, what happened to rich Uncle Mark? So I don't have a problem. I want a rich girlfriend. <laughs> so I remember okay. sometime last year, last year around my birthday, I think someone tried to pull something, but I noticed it. They were like, hey, so, you know, if you leave a rich guy, blah, 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 because of love and you stop giving us content. In my head, I was like, okay, what? Ugandans are really stupid. So you stop giving us content? No, in, in my head, I, okay. in my, <laughs> no, in my head, I was like, Ugandans are really stupid. Like, yeah, but that's who? a hard statement. Let's take it back. <laughs> <laughs> you 
you cannot call all of us stupid. <laughs> no, like some yeah. people on social, eh? Yeah. As, uh, I don't want... Not Veganans on, online. Yeah, not, not on stupid. Not, mm. not stupid, eh? But... Uh, I hear you though. Yeah, yeah. Like, you can't... You can't relate or you can't say that the only time uh, a girl will be able to, you know, to, to, to traverse the world, it has to be a man. Or So now that she's not giving you content, that means she left the man. Because... Are you going to give us content on your own? Will you afford the content? I'm, about, already... I'm about to shock you. <laughs> I'm about to... No, because like, I've seen, I have friends. I've seen, uh, that's why I told you for me, I follow very many Nigerians on social media. Because I see how these people are aggressive. They're aggressive with their jobs. They're aggressive with everything. They but do. also content creation though, that digital comes with like brand management. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you just don't think you're going to go on a yacht in a thong and get a visa and that will be it like the whole process of understanding how to monetize that mark i didn't promise you i had on a thong that's what that's what was coming i, I feel like everybody would look good in a yacht in a uh, no but I, I, i've grown that's why i told you that's not a young people thing is I, it? no i've um uh, there's a lot more that i can do there are conferences waiting for me to attend and you're still going to nail them like so you can give us Instagram content and still give us Twitter content and LinkedIn content. So well, should know, there be a difference? Let's really talk about that. Mm. Should there be a difference? Would you judge someone because they have, um, they have, first of all, mm. yeah. Most people are inspired by people by mm. celebrities. Yeah, yeah. Most women are inspired by celebrities. There's a big trend of women that. Dresses because Kim dresses just like she that. Mm. Like um, she has to go change her ass and modify it, and that is what people are doing right now. Mm. So they're inspired that way. Mm. Yeah, but it doesn't mean that these people still don't just are not career people, mm. right? I don't know. People have insecurities about their bodies and whatnot. They advance them. They they do all these things, but the two people can coexist. Um, I recently was reading something where Black China had to like transform her life, that do away with the tattoos. Um, say she's baptized again, like. But does that, like, can't you be gangster and still be modest? You can, I. You can. I have a friend. Uh, I think. I, don't I know mean, I know pornsters who are lawyers, and they actually. <laughs> I don't know. No, you can. I have a friend. I don't know if you know her. She's called Jayla. Yeah. Jayla is Azawi's manager. She's been on the podcast. Yes, yes, yes. And uh, Jayla literally has three personalities in her. Like, you meet Jayla on a Monday. If she's going for a meeting and she's going for this meeting, maybe I would say with Stan Big Bank, you're like, yes, this is Jayla on Monday. You meet Jayla on Friday. But that is because of the fashion sense. Yes, so, okay. and is, this is Jayla on Friday. Uh, but even on her socials, like, She'll, yeah, the sexual bitch, there's a sexual jailer. She will represent, you know, that I'll be there on uh, the bikini picture, I'll be there. The other picture will be there. But of course, if you tell me that you're going to twist your bikini picture to LinkedIn, eh? Into one, one. I, I, someone needs to break the internet and do it for us. Like, if you put a really good blog on it. Mm, first of all you can't rule out the fact that tech sells 
Yeah, like, it does. I am still going to be that's on your timeline if there are bikini pictures. That's then I'll maybe take some time to read what you're telling me. That's why I've told you someone needs to break the internet. But also because... It could be uh, you. No. Be- you know, these these platforms are, are set and we are... Most of these... Actually, actually, these people don't come and tell us that these are the guidelines. You're supposed to use this platform for A, B, C, D. But... We, with, with time we get to grasp that actually mm. LinkedIn is a professional platform you're using it for A, B, C, D and E and then uh, you get to know that okay so for Instagram I can post this and that and that and so you know when you wake up but recently I was I follow a certain lady she's South African yeah. she posted a picture on her LinkedIn and um, it was a studio shoot She's wearing a t-shirt, a white t-shirt, and a patra, and it's a half picture. And there was a very short caption, I think, uh, you know, marketing and ABCD with a hashtag, women in marketing. And on there, trust me, no, no one had read the caption. It was a very short caption, but so there were very beautiful comments. Lovely. You're looking good. Nice. I'm like, okay, this is so much of Facebook. <laughs> Do you still use your Facebook? Is sometimes once in a month I'll go and check on people, drop something. Yeah. Why do people feel like Facebook is no longer cool? Facebook is still cool, but because the government has not yet removed the restriction. Oh yeah, there's that. It's that. Yeah, yeah. And once that has taken like two years, so people are stepping away from it. But we don't want to lie; it's still it's still a big thing. Mm. And people that are being aggressive on marketing still use the meta whatever Facebook because they know it has the numbers. The only difference is that it's funny, but Twitter has the highest engagement rate. Yeah. Facebook will give you impressions and a wider reach, but Twitter will give you the highest engagement. And for if you know if you do those, uh, for you I think for you as a marketer and you do a lot of data and analytics, you know that the only reason why Twitter is giving us the highest engagement rate is because you no know, people spend their time on Twitter than the Facebook. Yeah. But because there are more people on Facebook, it gives you a wider reach and impressions. I agree. Yeah. I but just don't feel like... I feel like there's so much noise on, on Facebook, so it's hard. The reach is not genuine. Uh, well, it's, these things are games of numbers. Yeah. I These things are games of numbers. I learned this from... <laughs> I learned this from someone. Where, you know, if, if you want to sell... Uh, a phone cover yeah and you are and you're selling it 25,000 i think you rather sell to you rather sell it 15,000 and sell to 100 people than sell 25,000 and sell to 10 people so it's a game of numbers mm. uh, but then when i feel like people over advertise to us that the numbers are not real. Like I can see your thing, and maybe I never could return to it. Like I just scroll, 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 scroll through it. Like a random chap. Like still see it. It's your ad, but ad, maybe brand awareness. But how do you feel about internet ads? Mm, which kind of ads? Like there are so much. Like everyone is influencers on your timeline. You're going to see influencer pushing something. Well, for influencers, it's a different story. But for if we are still, if, uh, if you say internet ads, whether Google ads, uh, in-store ads, or meta ads, or whatnot, you know, most of these, these ads don't come to your Twitter or your 
Instagram if if you actually didn't think or search about that item. I was recently interacting with a client mm. and he asked me, you're sure Twitter has ads? I told him yes. He told me no. I have never seen an ad on Twitter. I told him, do you tweet? No, 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 but I reply tweets. I asked him, so when you see a tweet, what do you reply? I'm always laughing, hey, 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 and I'm always putting emoji. I told him, so the algorithm has never read or understood what you love. You're laughing, hey, hey, hey. But one time, start interacting. Because if you see someone has posted about cars, trust me, if you interact and ask how much, yeah. Japan auto ad will come the next day. Because then you, you've started building an interaction. Now, the system is reading you. It's getting into your brain. So, for me, I, I love it that actually the algorithm now studies that Victoria was searching about um, hair extensions. Then the next I'm only seeing hair extensions. So, it's about me to choose who I want to buy from. Sometimes it becomes way too much. Mm. And I've had people complaining about <coughs> the ads. Ads can become way too much. Every time you're scrolling, it's an ad, it's an ad, it's an ad. But, well, people have to make money. The apps have to make money. The businesses have to make money. Victoria, let me ask you something. How much? How much of your life do you design just for online people? Because mm. this is coming from the fact that you could go through sadness just to give us content. <laughs> no, don't make it seem like that. Like so, how much of my life do I design for oh. online people's satisfaction? Like, no. Like, are you even real? No, no, I don't design. I actually mm. don't design any of my life. I, what I don't want to post, I'll not post. But how much of my, no, I don't. Because you see, uh, the things are happening. So if, if I'm here mm. and I take a picture of you and I post it on my Snapchat, it has happened. But one thing of course we learned what do you choose like you would choose to post i was going to, one thing that we, we, we we've noticed with uh, with uh, social media is especially for me I, I never want to showcase uh my grief my sadness because doesn't matter how many stories you're going to tell me yeah they'll not bring it back and i know there are very many people out there on the internet people are sad and they just want positivity so for me, anything that is uh, is grief, is sadness, I. Uh, but it's not even just that I choose not to share it online. Mm-hmm. But uh, people that know me know my my friends and family know that I'm always a positive person. I'm always so positive, and my positivity I also attach it to God a lot. Like I, I am the kind of person that always says, "No, God will make it happen. He will make a way." I've seen him move mountains in my life. I've seen him do A. I've seen him do B. Are you sure about that? For me, I know. I'm not even sure, but I have seen... When you say I've seen God move mountains, like I have seen what do you him, mean? You know, move mountains is when something was really, really difficult. Or you, there was a situation that you didn't know you would get through it. And you actually went through it. Everyone has a different mountain that God moved for them. Someone will tell you maybe... Not your mountain. No, <laughs> this is a personal. That is really personal. But everyone will have a different mountain. But and you say, you know what? Actually, God moved that, and I was able to get through that. But you know that even just um, being able to go through school mm. is is a mountain, or is something that God has done for you. So, 
and for me like most of my life i i have lived my life knowing that not not i've lived my life seeing things happen miraculously or things happen where i have not had to toil work so much for them to happen but they happen though my other friends say it's because you know you know many people you you know how to connect with people you do this but for me i keep telling them mm -mm, god makes it happen because with people i i don't i never close any bridges mm -hmm. like if if i knew you and uh, I, and i knew you from maybe a project that we did some time back I'll, I, I I can I, I keep in touch with you and I would say even with uh, a couple of people that I knew years back or some of them could be previous relationships for me in my life these are stakeholders I could need them I manage I try to manage all of you because yes. I could need you so I never close any bridge or be like uh -uh, I'm done with you I put you aside mm -hmm. and when I tell my sister mm -mm, God has made this happen. She tells me, no, but because you knew that person, I tell her, no, it was good. So the people and the network, still I can't attribute it to God. He has moved mountains. I read something on Instagram sometime. Mm -hmm. Let me read it for you. <laughs> so you're making 28 years. Yeah. All I can say about my life right now is, wow, who the fuck is this woman? I'm so confident, happy, and absolutely loving this life to the fullest. If I talk to my younger self today, I would say, Bitch, you're that woman. You reach milestones, you're the prize, you light up every room. Well, on this 28th birthday, I know I'm that bitch. Mm -hmm. So, how do you feel about? First, tell me about this message. <laughs> so, exactly. Mm -hmm. So, like I told you, I turned 29 last year. And uh, at the beginning of that year, <clears throat> when I left the situationship that I was just not happy about, and people that knew about it, oh, in that situationship, mm -hmm. uh, the person of that, that man actually had a company. He has a company in Uganda, and he had given me 40% shares in his company. Just for existing. Yes. And I remember going with my former boss. <laughs> I remember going with my former boss to his lawyer's office mm. and signing all those documents and returning his shares back to him. And most of my friends that would know that, or people that know me were like, Victoria, this was a good life set for you. No work, no hustle. Every year, is it dividends or whatever? Eh? monthly check was coming you're going to be you're the secretary but of the what company. have you done to this man <laughs> <laughs> like how do these things happen like this is how people end up breastfeeding snakes by the way no there's <laughs> so much too good to be true <laughs> like how is a nigga giving you 40 percent shares in a company just like that because god has made it happen <laughs> <laughs> okay okay yeah so yeah. like but all my friends and actually i, I even know uh, I have people that stopped talking to me after that story. I don't know why. But so for me, I, and I was proud of myself. And it's only my former boss told me, she was like, Victoria, I am proud of you. You have stepped up and left 
a situation or something that you did not want. Anything that relates with money, few girls would leave that. That you know what? Me, I'm not comfortable. I'm not doing this. I'm chasing after my happiness and I'm going for something that makes me happy. So, and those that know me, those that know me like from my social from, from social media snapchat abcd had seen that uh previously because uh when i turned 27 i turned 27 in uh, in capri italy so after that they had seen me planning a trip to greece for my 28th birthday so of course i didn't go so i think they were like and that's when someone said that thing of you know content abcd so for me that message was like it's like wow you actually that woman how do you feel you about being up. called bitch i call myself a bitch are you a bitch uh a bitch is not for me i, I don't really are you a to, bitch i can be a bitch good <laughs> that's the answer i can be a bitch so, so to you what does that mean no like i that Hard, whole, aggressive right that whole message like you know I, I think a bitch for me a bitch is actually why i called myself a bitch there is you know you, you can step up for yourself mm. you don't want shit drop it whatever situation is making you uncomfortable let it go because actually what makes you a bad bitch is if you know i can let this go and i can get what i want and i don't need whoever is saying a whoever is saying b or c mm. i can get what i want so i was happy for myself yeah, but a bad bitch you don't so be in position to take it all <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Whatever life throws at you. No, that is a baddest bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever life throws at you. That is a baddest bitch. <laughs> Do you think you're a buddy? Ah, that that conversation happened a few days ago. Mm. Buddy, buddy, buddy. Who What is a buddy? Mean? I don't know. Um and then I saw I I, I saw you were quoted Victoria Nyanzi, she's a buddy what? I'm flattered. I don't know who a buddy is. But for There very many meaning. Mm-hmm. Who is one? The gangster meaning is so obscene. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the gangster meaning, I mm-hmm. don't know if the people on the internet really relate to it, but the gangster meaning is a chick would come and fuck all best friends at once. Uh-huh. another minute yeah, and still have no remorse about it uh-huh but what i feel like people want to mean is someone who's reserved pretty and not all out there mm-hmm. yeah yeah to, to most people it's around the beauty but when you go to urban dictionary it's it's, it's very sexualized like you'll be shocked uh because according to uh, According to whatever conversation was going around, yeah. I, uh, yeah. whatever conversation that was going around, I felt that whatever they meant by buddy uh, was a girl that uh, is beautiful, yes, always has makeup done, uh, is wearing, I don't know, wears a lot of labels, shops from, uh, I don't know, those platforms. Uh, he's always at branches. You don't miss the Stonehaven branch. You don't miss um, that. What's the name of the bars? You don't miss the Alchemist. branch that happens at Alchemist. Zero. Ah uh, yes. Happening uh, today, tomorrow. Tomorrow. The patio branch tomorrow. Yeah. So what else is a buddy? A buddy? A buddy? 
Your, your Do you fit in all those categories? Yes. No, that's that's why I'm not a buddy. I'm, I'm giving you, you know, I, I actually. I think read, you're a buddy. I read that conversation and I saw, I'm like, oh, interesting that these are serious buddies on here. And uh, what else makes a buddy? According to that conversation, you, you, you're at branches, you, you're pretty, you, you always have your makeup done. Looks like you, right? Mm-hmm. Looks like someone is describing you. No, 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 no. And you always at branches? No. And those are things? No. And everyone I'm is inviting short. you tomorrow for brunch. Sunday is church and family day for me. You can be in the family at your brunch. <laughs> no, we go to church. Sunday, I we go to church with. I go to church. I find my father, my family there after church. We all go to our father's house. Mm-hmm. We have lunch. We have family time. We eat cake. We laugh. We crack jokes, and we leave our father's house at like six p.m. And it has been the culture for like years. Okay. Even. Even my boyfriend knows Sunday I'm leaving him in bed. Whether it's raining or shining, I'm going to church, and I'll come back in the evening. And it shocks everyone. Where is Victoria? She went to church. Even today, yes, every Sunday she's going to church. Do you feel like fornication is a sin? <laughs> yes, you do. This is why you asked for a ring. I'm a Christian, and I know fornication is a sin. What are you doing about that? Why are you committing sin since you have confessed that you're a Christian? Life. Life happens. We're not brave enough to really Life happens. And live out of our emotions. And then you know, I don't I don't think despite how much is, is preached to us, yeah, I don't think uh that you can wake up and decide to maybe spend the rest of your life with someone that you've not spent some time with. You believe in cohabiting? Because I don't know how we are going to date uh, Mark in your house, me in my house, four months, and then I come to your house, I cook for you over the weekend, I go back, and then later, and then you're going to propose to me. So what? what is going to happen after that? Then you get to... I don't know. Then, then now that is where the real story is going to happen. You know, that, that is where the real story is going to happen. That's where I'm going to... I've never... Because, you know, when you invite your girlfriend over to your place over the weekend, mm. you've made some money. You've been able to buy chicken and spaghetti and all that. And you've collected all the energy. Uh-huh. I don't even want to know about the energy. <laughs> you know, I, I, but you've, you've bought some wine, so you, you never invite You're her. putting up a show. You never invite her when, when you're down. Mm. You never invite her when your boss yelled at you. Sometimes even men lose jobs or men like, you know, and you might not tell your girlfriend because you're not staying with her. So what's going to happen? You, you're going to keep up the appearances. When she comes, you borrow money from Tom and everything is okay. You give her transport back if, if girls still accept transport money these days. But so after when you propose to her, she gets into the real thing now. She gets to see you come back home at 3 a.m. drunk. One Friday, the next Friday. Well, because the other days, you two used to hang out together when she's going to come home and you come back together. Now she gets to see that actually, even on a Monday, you can be stressed. You leave office, you go hang out with your buddies, you come back, they drop you away when you can't even walk. So how, how are you guys going to walk into that and transition? So I know they preach to us that, you know, fornication is bad. Cohabiting is also But you can bad. cohabit with someone without fornicating, no? Eh. Mm. 
Yes, hallelujah, amen. <laughs> <laughs> the air you gave me eh, is like ngachizivu. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like we, we need to be stronger than our emotions as human beings. Mm. Mouth is stronger than your emotions. No, I'm not. Yeah. But it's something I practice on a lot these days. Mm-hmm. I am banking on that. Uh, you want to only have sex after marriage? <laughs> ah, okay, you're, you're protecting your public images. No, not really. Mm. No, but I still have horse chasing me and stuff. Mm. I want to. I didn't say I am going to do it. Mm. Like, but that's like a dream. Mm. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's, it's hard. <clears throat> but it's a practice I want to keep on. Like, literally with all emotions. I feel like emotions uh, mislead people so much. Mostly now you, you're cohabiting. So you think people have sex because of emotions? Well, that's why I have sex. Okay. But you don't have sex because of emotions. No, no, I know. I was going to say, I think, I think not. Because look at yourself in Paris. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. Come on. Yes. How would you be going to Paris and, come on, let's. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you're, you're clearing your public image. Oh, yeah, you're clearing your public image. No, really. <laughs> you know, no, really. There's no way that I have not. No, no. <laughs> okay, this is this is very private information, but not really. <laughs> Look at yourself in Paris. Now, let me just let me just tell you a, a story. Yeah. Do you know that if right now you met a girl and she told you, you know what, Mark, I'm not going to have sex with you until I'm married. And you ask her why, and she says, because I'm a virgin. Do you know that you would literally do everything for her, even giving her some of the shares in big conversations? No. If you love her. I I, I have met now, someone like that. I'm I'd... answering your question of, hey, what did you do? What did you give What, do you think virgins are special? <laughs> no, it depends. Yeah. It depends. Uh, for me, I've, I've met I've met a couple of men who I, I, even, have a, uh, I even have a friend who are with her now. Miss Uganda some years back. She's now married. You contested for Miss Uganda. Uh what is be speak? I did I did pageants in uh, 2013, 14 and 15. I think I last did a beauty pageant in 2015. Miss Tourism Uganda. No, Miss University Uganda. Miss Tourism year 2015, 14. Miss Uganda 2013, Miss Tourism 2014, Miss University 2015. Mm. So I was telling you of that friend but she met her husband and she told him i am a virgin and she met him when we were young she was uh, i think she was like 20. and he loved it and now they're st- they are they're still married and he was treating her like an egg so you know you can meet a girl that tells you i'm not having sex until i'm married what does sex mean to you though and you would give her everything if I had sex with you and it was really nice, but I was a really, really bad person, would you be with me? No. No. Remember, sex is really directly attached to emotions. Uh-uh. You just don't say no and get out of the whole picture like that. Mm-mm. No. It's a series of things, right? Mm-hmm. Also, oh, what if then I meet all everything else and my sex is bad? I think... Uh... I think well, well, as you continue growing up, mm. you actually come to a point where you know that uh, the more you do something with someone, 
consistency for me I, i've seen people say this consistently if if it's if it sucks and the first time you had it with someone it was bad mm. consistency can make it better i don't agree i agree i think sex really is good at the first time <laughs> Consistency after, can make it better. It's intentions, and this is why, yeah. After then, there, everything else is just intended for something else. Maybe I really like you. I like your vibe. Mm. I don't know. I'm not <coughs> a sex expert. True. Uh, I've not had a lot of sex. But like I'm saying, I'm actually. Is it something in, in you? No, you're hard. <laughs> you're not a virgin. <laughs> you are saying. Is it something like what are your things you look out for in a, in a relationship? Ah, fact is, things. I never have a Companionship. Dis- I not, you know, when we were growing up, we used to When we were growing up, we used to have uh, checklists. I want this, I want that, I want that. And I know many, many, whatever young girls still have those lists. Mm. I'm under the car does this and all those things and I think as you continue transitioning through life yeah. you lose the checklist and you're after you call it companionship yeah I think so I don't even think it's yeah, companionship like am I really going to sustain you for the rest of my life it's, yes you know like do, do, like do, I, do I, am I comfortable do I, am I comfortable waking up close to you every day? It doesn't have to be like I don't believe we should be in the same room every day. Because look, when I wake up Sundays, mm. I don't want to deal with anyone. Interesting. Like I don't want to deal with anyone. Anyone. I don't even want to deal with a dog. I don't want to deal with. So, I over time for me, the next time I'm cohabiting someone, the house has to be big enough to for everyone to have their independent rooms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I don't want to deal with you, but because you're my person, and I understand that it takes a lot of sacrifice, right? Yeah. For me to keep you in my space over and over again. So we divide that. That's what I feel like. We just combine when we have to, but it doesn't have to be forced. Like, hey, I have to deal with you in the bedroom. Uh, Even though, yeah. I'm a very, I don't want to call myself dramatic, but sometimes I'm very needy. And then it's not only about being needy. Women tell me that a lot. What does that mean? You know, for me, it depends. It mm. depends on what everyone refers to them being needy. Yeah. For me, it's not, it's not you needing attention, but if, if you're around, then be around. Mm. Because, like, if, if, if we are dating and, you know, we are in the house, be around. I should not be cooking and, um, uh, and you're watching TV and I'm like, okay, no, you, babe, you cook and then you'll find me in, in the living room watching TV. Like, let's, let's, let's keep having a conversation. Let's, let's, keep, let's just keep having an interaction. It's recently that I actually discovered that um, very, I don't want to call it stubborn, yeah. but I don't know how to rephrase it. Like, I sing a lot, everything that I'm going to do. <laughs> I sing it. You put it in a song. No, like, I'll be like, guess who's coming to the shower? 
Then I asked my boyfriend, do you want food? Now, and I keep telling myself, this was never me until I met this man. I have never been this kind of person that does all those little, little things. So if you, and we, we, we once had an argument about space. I asked mm -hmm. him, he believes a lot in space. And I told him, I don't believe, for me, I don't believe in space. Because I don't need space. You need him. No, like if I give, I feel if someone says they need space, they need space for what? To think. To think about what? If this is... Ah, see. If these are the worlds I want to spend my life. See, someone needs space to leave you. No? <laughs> yeah, like really, to, to think my choices. Ah. Ah. Remember you're going to piss me off in a day, yeah? Uh -huh. Like naturally, mm -hmm. you will leave your bag in the chair where I'm supposed to be working, and I might not tell you. You're yeah. forgetting that men leave lotion in the sink. Yes, all that. Like, we're doing all those things, exactly. Like, I'm pissing you off, you're pissing me off. Mm -hmm. So, uh, we both need time off to miss the beauty about why we are together. I, I and usually, that's why cohabiting sometimes kills relationships. Why? Because you then see your person before you commit to them, you have them. Mm -hmm. Then you feel like, is this all I want? Like you start second doubting that. Like you start having second, like this really, like you, you know you could do, say you are an emotional person and um, they say, I don't know, I don't know if it's true with you, but they say women get emotional when they're on that period, right? Mm -hmm. So I could not be, as understanding as you want me to be, yeah? Mm -hmm. So when you're in my space and then, like I would want time off for me to really restructure my mind, to be, but whenever you're there, it becomes like it's a big jail for us to be together. But remember, I like you, right? I, 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 I'm in love with you, I, I feel like yes, cuddles when it's that time, that is beautiful, we are enjoying that, we have that. But then there's the reality of living through Monday to Friday with you every day. How come women never need space? They do. Uh-uh. You've never See, needed space? No, because you... maybe uh, you're, you're much more on the receiving end than on the giving end. <laughs> I have to have a worked up body for you to enjoy the sex. I have to make the most money. I have to be a sharp think. I have to think through your job because I have to get... You're going to be asking me tiny, tiny things. How do they do this thing? Like, you're a woman. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you want to have your money involved. So I have to, like, really use my brain for all these things. So I might need the space more than you do because you receive the most in the relationship. Life is designed like that. The woman receives the most. That's how I feel about it. I've never met women that need space. And if. if You've a, never needed space? If a woman starts to tell you, I need space from you if I'm going to leave you, if I don't want you. I'm done with But otherwise I'm comfortable, you know, you you leave your whatever your your uh belt on the dining table, I would move it. I like I'm comfortable. I I later on become My ex girlfriend used to complain so much about such things. Become like comfortable that. with all of <laughs> No, those are very little like I late for me. But every day when I do them every day like hey today come you you clean. Um I I leave my plate after eating, I just yeah, you would say, of course, uh, I, 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 so if, why would I need space, honestly? Like, all those little, little, petty, petty things. 
I later on, I, I, right now I would say I later become comfortable with them after 12 or 13 months of doing what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, so I would not complain, you know, human will do that. Perfume left on the bed, ironing board left there, uh, the belt on the dining table, lotion left in the kitchen, the hairbrush left uh, on the reading table. But because you know, and it takes you five minutes to remove all that and put it back. So why would I need space? Honestly, I would need space from someone if I'm done with it. Because if I'm not done with you, who am I going to tell my jokes to? Like, who am I going to talk to? Is your boyfriend your best friend? Mm, no, my sister is my best friend. I agree. Your sister is my best friend. So, your sister. You tell your jokes to your sister in that show. When I get space, I tell my jokes to my sister. No, you know, the, the, the vibe is different. The energy is different. When you're, when you're engaging with uh, your spouse, mm. it's a different energy even when you're engaging with, uh, with, with your sibling. Mm. Talk about you and your obsession with wine. Wine, wine, wine. Mm -hmm. First, tell me about that myth of wine making people horny. Is it real? Is it true? Is it a thing? Okay, well, <coughs> you started from a very high pitch. <laughs> you started from a very high pitch. I think so. I think red wine. But I think all substances. But uh, I, I think so. I think red wine does make that happen. But I don't want to think it's it's just wine. You know, when you mm. drink alcohol, it um, just opens up your mind. You want I to. I can't relate. I don't drink alcohol. Oh, you want to do everything you've not done. Because I remember yesterday I was doing some of my reports, and after working them, I took like four shots of whiskey. Actually, I drank the whiskey as I, as I was handling my reports. And then, and then uh, I thought of someone I wanted to call and tell them how I like them, how, you know, like this, this liking of, hey, you know, man, Mark, you're a very good person, you inspire me, you do this. In the morning, I'll come like, why did I get all this energy? Because I really wanted to call this person and tell them that, eh? mm. you're a nice person, you do these things, I like them, you're so inspiring, keep going, me and you should, oh, the person I wanted to call is my friend, I remember, she's called Victoria. She's now, she she's, does a lot of digital on ABCD. I think you've ever heard of your podcast, I don't know. Victoria? Mm, she's called Mercy. So I wanted to call her yesterday. Uh, just, the one that left next mm, media? Yes, yes. Oh yeah, I heard her on my podcast, it's just not released yet. I wanted to call her and just tell her man, you are not quite she's a friend, yeah? doing, just keep up the energy, do ABCD. And I woke up and I'm like, okay, so this girl was in a bar and by that time, I had all the energy because of the whiskey. So I, it's not just wine, it's alcohol in general. You've consumed this thing and then it's opening up your mind, making you feel loose and free to do anything you want to do. Mm. But other than that, if you see my obsession with wine, mm. I don't, uh, don't really, I'm not obsessed at wine. Are you addicted? Not even addicted. I I love. I start. I, I never used to drink alcohol. I think all of us never used to drink. 
But so when I turned, I think 20, 20, I think when I turned 20, then at, even at 20, I was not drinking yet. But in 2000, must have been 2017, mm. I got a job. I was doing PR for Club Bills now. They had an event, Club Music Video Awards. So then also the process of, you know, working on the event, the people I used to meet, uh, interacting with Didan, Sheila, Ho, Ho, Denzel, where you go maybe for... <clears throat> so those interactions, you're hanging out, you are drinking cocktails, whatever, whiskey, what, what, what. And then these drinks used to look so good in the glasses. The cocktail looks so good in the glass, whiskey does, wine does. So I started to drink alcohol because I used to love to take pictures. Like when wine is poured in a glass and I take a picture, it looks so nice. Yeah, then after time, I, you know, I didn't know, when you start drinking as a girl, first thing you're like, let me drink wine. Mm -hmm. So you start off, no, no, no doubt, <coughs> everyone starts off with the brands that are available. Yeah. And the, the brands available in the market will be Four Cousins, uh, Fourth Street, Robertson, and Nederberg. So yeah, I started, you see, but it's not really an obsession, I started. It's just something you do, right? Yeah, so I loved it. And then uh, times, this is something. So I then started seeing girls in South Africa that are so much involved in it. Mm, some of them actually are winemakers because I follow many of uh, those pages on uh, uh, Twitter and Instagram. Because I saw when you travel or when you meet people that uh, kind of feel they are the class A type. Yeah. And What's know, class A? Uh, <coughs> I'm, not, I'm not interacted with them like probably in Uganda. But in, uh, it must have been 2020, I had someone that helped me go to Lagos to attend a wine. Actually, the girl, she's called Swela in South Africa, she was launching her wine in Nigeria. Mm -hmm. So the people that were at that event of the wine launch, like how they were speaking, uh, how they were, you know, explaining the wine, swirling it around, smelling, tasting, like it's, it, it, make, it, it, it made me feel like, these are people to be hung with, and this should be how you hang with the drinking wine. So I picked an interest of actually starting to read more. Like if I go and maybe buy a bottle, especially if it's a bottle I've not bought before, because we have the bottles that we all know, the Nederberg, KWB, blah, 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 blah. So if I buy a bottle I've not bought before, I want to read about it. Who is the maker? Uh, where is it made? What can I pair it with? And then, if I test it, I also want to see, okay, so is the review matching what other people are saying? What, what force do I feel? How does it make my mouth feel? Does the test stay in my mouth? Because when you meet other people that love also the, the culture or the luxury, it, it just feels good. Actually, for me, it's just the fact that it feels good. You feel, you know, most of us didn't, or me in person, we didn't grow up in well-to-be families where our parents were speaking about wine or even drinking it. My father doesn't even drink wine. He's a born-again Christian. So like that kind of thing, eh? you know, like, it, it just made me feel good. Mm. Like if you actually, you can attribute your life to this kind of culture and luxury, and once you're with those people, you can stand out. As they're swirling and telling the ears, you can also tell the ear or tell the fruit. feels good. So it's just about wanting not actually to fit in, but because it also adds to my personal branding. Yeah. I see that. <laughs>
Do you get adrenaline rush of notifications when mm. people comment on your stuff? Do you like it? Do you like people to engage you? Mm. Do you post for that? Because um, this is because in, in the conversation you kept mentioning, oh, this is what people are seeing, they care to keep the pressure. Uh, no. <laughs> the pressure, no. Uh, I, do I post for people to comment? I would say no. Mm-hmm. But um, I think I post to post. But of course we've... You expect comments. Yeah, you expect comments, and we've come to we've come to a time where these things are now being engagement, reach, and ABCD. People are using these numbers to make money. So, if at all the numbers can come in, yeah, and sure. you can benchmark on them to actually negotiate some money, that's good. And I um I I I love it for me that I've not really had to get into any kind of social media rules or things like that or how do you guys call it? Tools. Tools what? Tools or whatever there is. There can be a day when there is just violence. Yes. <laughs> yes. Because... You don't associate with it. I, I don't want to. I don't want to because I, I, can't, I can't have the energy. I can't have the energy. I see a lot will be picked up about you that, 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 that. And I don't have the energy. And it's funny, but I'm a very insecure person. Like, just... What does that mean? Like, you know, I, you know, people pick, pick on each other, and the next thing someone is picking on you, telling you you have a big head. I might cut off my head. <laughs> but you must... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I... How do you deal with insecurities? Very, especially with uh, your body, you're... with physical, no, like just with physical appearance. Yeah, I grew up very insecure because uh, when I was in school, I used to have uh, very big legs, <laughs> and then I was tiny. So people used to tell me like my 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 legs outweigh my body weight and all that. And I remember sometime in my senior six vacation, I wanted to remove like get my legs off, like kogake desako. Mm. That was the time when these guys of Fako had become a thing. Hey, Fako, so my first salary, I call them. Alright. I was like, Hey, the lady tells me, okay, where are you? I direct him, they bring me the medicine. Hey, they tell me, swallow, swallow once every two days and drink a lot of warm water. Then the legs become small. <laughs> they didn't. So then I was in senior expectation. Then after that is when I so we go to campus. So when I see you start hanging out. And we used to go to Governor, we used to go hang out, hang out. And I see uh men start telling, Oh, you have nice legs, I like your legs. So I said like, to gain the confidence and I'm like, Oh, the legs are actually nice. <laughs> then and recently my father told me, Kai Senga. <laughs> but that's such an experience. Yeah, I've I've had a lot of you know you can be insecure, but right now I think I think you grow up, you grow up, and then you're comfortable because you don't need compliments any. I don't need compliments to feel that though when I'm leaving the house I always nod my boyfriend. 
You want that? You want to hear that? You want to hear affirmation? Yes, you want to because if, if you're not smart, then change. So when those violence and whatever things that go on on social media, I try to not even I like I said the energy. You have to have time and energy. You start scrolling, looking for yeah. posts, looking for what what hurt someone with. But I noticed that people engage in these things to actually grow their numbers. Because I see someone like will be comfortable. This person is putting your family into this drama. They are picking on your parents, they are picking on you, they are picking on your job, and you're also replying back, firing more shots. At the end of the day, you know, you move from 8K to 10K. But 2K came, and people are now comfortable doing it because they know it brings them numbers. And after those numbers, money, influencer. <laughs> are you an influencer? Um, Would you call yourself an influencer? Mm, no, I feel yes. like you are. No, I was going to say no, yes. When it comes to how uh, we call it in Uganda, these days in Uganda, any influencer is anyone that a brand can give money and they make nice. to post on social media. Mm. I've not been doing that for quite some time. I've not been doing that, not until this year. Because for me, before what I used to do, clients whose pages I used to manage, and no one even would know that Victoria actually handles this page, that page, that page. But of course then you, you can give a shout, retweet, or even post it on your Instagram or ABCD. Not until this year that uh, someone told me to start taking the direction of actually getting into some of the hospitality brands. Because my friends are like, Yo, you're always at these places, you, you drink there, you're posting about their happy hour. You're doing this, and when you post, we are also going there. You're engaging us in these things. You need to start now sitting on the table and asking for money to do this. Are you starting? Hmm? Are you going to start? We, I did start. I have some. I have a couple of clients on board. I love that for you. Mm, I did start. I think I started. Uh, started in February. Cause I have a friend, Gloria. She's now I really like how you take your life. A lot of my things like that. I am attracted to your personas, like the online. Like Polite, reserved, no noise around you. When they start to make noise. <laughs> when they start to make noise. I think you have a lot to lose, especially if if you know you're not living for today. And you know you're not living for the numbers. Then we have a lot to lose mm. in online and how we manage our reputation on there so if someone takes uh, charge of that bit remember recent uh, sometime in Jan I was doing an interview with uh, it's a marketing agency and they asked me where do you see yourself five years from now I told them uh, maybe I might be doing communication or stakeholder management for an embassy a government organization <laughs> And this, this man was like, why an embassy in particular? And I told him, I don't want to fly solo. I want to fly so high. And I feel I could do it for an embassy or for an organization like that. Mm. So these things, eh? Violence. We have, we have, if, you're, if you're not seeing for today or for tomorrow, 
you have a lot to lose at some point. What sort of legacy are you building? And do you want to be burned? I'm not yet made plans to die. <laughs> you think about death? <laughs> I fear death. I fear death. I fear aging. You fear aging? Yeah. You're gonna stay young. You are. Just sit down and imagine. You're 60. And to be so rich. <laughs> hmm. Because you're 60 years. Your friends are all in that bracket. I know, but it I doesn't matter. I, uh, and I'm, 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 I'm glad that like, we, are, we are moving at a slow pace. A slow pace. You don't have children? Yes. When are you going to have your first child? Ah. Uh, Oh no, I'll make that baby after my 30th birthday. That is, I'll make the baby after his 30th birthday. So I turn 30 next year. Okay. And after making the baby, I have a baby. You're already trying to make the baby. How? By fornication. Yeah, but I'm not sure. Yeah, I believe that should be for one another. So once you have a child and you're in a gap of not having a child for two years, celibacy? Yeah. People should normalize celibacy. Sex is a bit overrated, right? Mm. Actually, I'm also not doing it. <laughs> yeah, but that's how I feel about it. So you're not like magic as I've seen you. I want people to know me for this. Mm. When I was growing up, I used to look at um, these people that you search for them online, eh? and then there's a Wikipedia page mm. of Mark. Eh, Mark is a, you know, a terror born this year. Mark MBA, Mark studied in the University of Manchester. Mark is doing this, Mark is doing that. And I wanted it for myself. I wanted it so much. And then I went to school. But then I was, you know, you, you can see a child that's going to become that. Eh? They're studying so much. Part of those, those who probably did law, engineering, or what. Then after campus, life had to happen, had to happen, and all that. But the funny thing is, I still want that for myself. And I I know it's not too late. I was recently I was telling my kid sister, she was like, I'm for maybe a master's. I don't know. In the UK people study a master's in one year. I'm not going to do a master's in Uganda. So like I know I can actually study everything I want to study in five years. What do you want to study? Uh something. Communication, what do you want to marketing. Something like that. What's the goal? What's your vision? Uh -uh. <laughs> Life is for living and sipping. Don't ask visions. We are living and sipping. Is that the attitude you carry? <laughs> yeah. It's a good attitude. Life is for living and sipping. <laughs>
but for someone who stays a lot indoors, what's your definition of living life? You know what, if you say you're living life, if you're doing things that make you happy. And uh, if you're doing things that make you happy, and they're giving you solitude and you're comfortable. As many times people do things that actually, that don't make them happy. Hmm. You know there are many people that will be on in, in a bar on Friday. You know I've seen before. But because Mark, Yafni Omsara, man, this what you bought. Then your friend is there, you know, you, all of you are hanging out, you're drinking Jameson or double black. He actually doesn't have rent. He can't tell you, Mark, I don't have rent. You also can't give him money for rent, but you you can actually spend three million that night. Yeah. So he's with you, but he's actually not happy. He's even doing something, but he's not happy. Entitlement. <laughs> I'm not supposed to give you my money to pay for I know, but I... I was giving you an example of he's, he's just there, but he's not happy. Next day, he'll go back to his house, think about where the money is going to come from. And then you tell him, man, to the local rugby, he still comes. He's a sad man, very sad. Well, meanwhile, let's even conclude this story. <laughs> you genuinely believe it's God's making for a random person to find you the one they give that money. Because you. A beautiful woman. Yo, hey, in uh, I actually I even I made noise about this on my Twitter some time back in two thousand and must have been two thousand when two thousand twenty one December. I meet someone. I met them at X Hub. So he was friends to my friends. We are there. We are having a good time. They were drinking. I think all deserve. <coughs> blah 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 blah. The conversations are good. So after the night, this this it was a Saturday. It was a Saturday. This guy is like, so I think we come back tomorrow. Because uh, one of my friends does something for for the for, for whatever for that bar. So I'm like, no, I can't come back tomorrow because uh, I'll be moving out there. Like, what do you mean? I'm like, I'm flying to Paris. The guy is like, eh, okay. I should give me some pocket money. What are you going to do in Paris? I tell him pocket money. That's okay. He asks me for my account and. I tell him I have standing EPT and he's like, give me EPT. The next day the guy sent me one million in other shillings. Yeah, typical Mona Lisa, why do you have three accounts <laughs> ready for guys to be sending me one But Exab, Exab is crazy. I just remembered Nadia's line in Hamadi where he says, because I go wild like the girls at Exab, clearly. You're known. That's why the men can come to give you one <laughs> So, like, when those snake stories came, I even told my, I, I told someone, eh, now this person gave me one million at X-Hub. They also have a snake. Do you believe the stories? Has something similar like that happened to you? No. Like someone trying to use desperation to their advantage. Have you been desperate before? I think we've all been in life. Uh, but, uh, you know, we've all been desperate in life. Has someone used your desperacy to their advantage before? Is that an experience you can remember? Mm. 
-hmm. Probably someone has told you if you. Okay. If you don't remember, then it's fine. Do you have something more to ask me? What is it? Could be big and a very knowledgeable guy. But are these conversations really big? I think they are. What makes you think they are big? It's all about stuff. Like? Everything is big. Also, they're big conversations by ordinary people. So, anyone, whatever you tell me is what you define as big. Right? Remember that conversation is really entirely directed to what you're telling me. Yeah, like all that two hours we've been talking about has been me talking and trying to direct it. So it's most of what we are getting is from your perspective to life. So it's you giving us the definition of big for your episode. Oh Lord have mercy. This that was, was not big. big. Like what do you mean big? I don't do you know. want to talk about that? I don't know. But uh <clears throat> anyway, I think just because that is how they're meant to be. Mm. You know, there are podcasts I listen to, and I even get my notebook, and I'm noting down, like, I listen to learn. Like, okay, I said, I said... Do you believe that you're not told us anything we we're going to learn from? We've talked about so much, by the way. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That's why I was asking you. And I actually, I was meant to ask this. I, yeah. It's a question I was, I've always meant to ask you. Yeah. Do you feel these conversations are really big? But if you say the the answer was direct, it's what someone assumes that big is big. Yeah, so purpose life in their perspective. Purposely also. We we don't produce them for people to consume them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We publish because we have the option to publish. We do these conversations because we enjoy having these conversations. Like I must love what I've talked to you for me to publish it. It's entirely up to me. So the people I've had conversations, I've had conversations with my good friend Sophie Bucks, and I did publish it because I felt like it was not something I want to publish. Is my conversation going to be published? <laughs> yeah. Uh, he knows though, I told him right on point. Like I'll tell you, like, nah, I feel like we lied here, you second guest here, you lied to me here, you were not real here. And then I don't want people to comment like that. Yeah, then some people come with like an agenda, they want to talk about something. Mm. They're prepared for it. Then yeah, there's that. Then we're going to usually the second bit is into your personal self. Like to be real. But we get to know you up close and personal. We've been in the whole conversation. Because you came so nervous and then you just flew into it and then became so comfortable that you could just share a few personal stories. And that is the art yeah. of the podcast for me to get you to that level. It's true. Uh, and the third question now. Can they be personal? They can. They can. People relate to me mostly from this podcast. Mm -hmm. 
Yes, People don't because of this podcast. Some of them related. No, no. You gave us a picture. A standard picture that we shall never forget. A picture of me in my ex-girlfriend's style. You gave us a picture. Is that just the is it so oh. weird? I want to think about that picture. I would I was going to say I would recreate it with you, but that's so hard. Like that's I wasn't supposed to say that on a mic. But yes, what's wrong with the picture? It's just a picture to remember. Like, but if you put pictures of yourself in a bikini, what's wrong with me being in between two thighs? So how do you feel about that picture? Dope, man. Nice. Feel good about it. Like, I'm a guy. I'm going to be feel good whenever I'm next to pussy. That's that's one thing that's straight up. Okay. That's good. Um, what do you feel about that picture? You feel like it misrepresents my brand? No. Okay, first you were young. No, no, I wasn't. You were. That's, that's a picture from like four or five years ago. Yeah, but I wasn't young still. Like, uh, Emodo put it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah? So, if I date someone and they're living in a moment, and they, that's how they want to relate to the mic, and they face that. I give them that opportunity. I love that pink. So, yeah, like, there, again, also, I have so much value that I don't let perspectives of people define the value I give to the world. Okay, that's amazing. Yeah. Ah, uh-uh. still, yeah. I did craft the fourth question, I did come with it. How do you feel about this comment? I have a question here. I have a question. How do you choose the people that you anyway, that you host on this podcast? How do I choose? Yeah. Do you think I choose? I don't know. I just fall in love with someone's mind or someone's character. Mm-hmm. And I approach them about being on the podcast. Some others approach me. They love the conversations that still come to me about it. Then to others, I feel, yeah, I, I, I look at like the kind of value you could have, but there's no structure. Anyone that wants to be in the podcast gets on it. It's ordinary people, like everyone is just ordinary before everything else. Mm-hmm. Okay. So there's no like actual, actual choosing. I, I get that a lot. Um, a friend of mine once said, so I was hosting so many females. Mm. So like, do, is there a thing between you and these females? Is there like a pattern? I'm like, no, really. Like, I like women. That's sort definitely. I talk to women more a lot in my life. With or without being on a podcast, I still talk to women more than I talk to men. I so it's it's just a whole definition of the person I am. This is how I express myself. So it's about giving opinion. The way Twitter and Facebook and Instagram are structured is now there's there's so much of condensing your opinion because you can just put it out there, right? But when I'm on my podcast, I say what I want, how I want to say it. Mm -hmm. I don't have to be right, I don't have to be wrong. I just have to, as long as I'm not offending people, right? As long as I'm not um, spreading hate speech or criminalizing a minority group, yeah? I'm not doing things that really bring harm to actual people, then I'm not off limits. I can talk to you about pornography, I can talk to you about sex, I can talk to 
like I, I talked to you about my thoughts, like what I would talk to you on a random time I find in the bar. So it's up to you to find it offensive. Like if I communicated to you sexually on the timeline, you could call me an offender to something, right? Mm. But when we have this conversation in person, you see how natural it is that this is actually what I want to learn from you. Okay. No follow questions. Thank you for coming to the podcast. That's interesting. I really like this. Mm. It became a little bit more very personal. My God. How personal? Just put all my dirty laundry out there. <laughs>